Are you feeling stuck or are you unstoppable? Are you tired of creating incremental growth in your business while really wanting to make quantum leaps? Well then welcome, you found the right place to be fed. This is Susan, the founder of Unstoppable Women in Business and this podcast is for women entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, anyone who is unwaveringly focused on finding the best path to success in their business. While you're here, you're gonna be asked to think differently to get different results, to do things that are challenging, but oh, so rewarding. So come on, let's get started. Oh, ladies. Welcome back. It is so good to spend time with you always. And I know you get tired of hearing me say this, but damn, I have got a great show lined up for you today. Somebody who I adore, have utmost respect for. She is not only a wise woman, but she is a hell of a good time to hang out with. As as I can see from her t-shirt, I wish y'all can see this. We're going to do an audio today, but she has this awesome t-shirt on. It says champagne, 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 champagne. I'm like, you're my kind a girl. What's this about? I want to introduce you to Talmar Anderson from Boss Actions. Talmar is the renowned woman who can help answer any question you have about adding members to your team. You know, you're moving fast. You got a lot of things to do. And one of the most important things for you to learn is when to delegate to others. And Telmar is the expert at that. Today, we're going to dive into virtual assistants. And we're going to just turn that word inside out, upside down, and help you really, really think through, like, should you get a virtual assistant? What is a virtual assistant? We're going to go into all those good things. So Telmar, I am so happy to have you here today. Tell the Tell the folks just a little bit about yourself and Boss Actions and what you love to do. Oh my gosh, Susan, first of all, you're pretty fun to hang out with too. I don't know if everybody listening knows that yet, but uh, get the two of us in a room and you guys will be entertained if nothing else. Uh, But we're also kind of kick-ass business people. And we, Susan and I, when we do get together, we have a tendency to geek out over that. So this is going to be a ride. I agree with her 100%. But thank you for having me on. And uh, my company is Boss Actions. We are a hiring strategy and boss best practices firm. And what that means is I get to really help guide and empower business owners to understand how much control they have over the people they let influence their success. Oh, yeah. See how I turned that around? I still made it all about you, boss. It is. But uh, we have process that we can walk you through. There's a system to the way that you build a model so that your business is actually the success comes from the team that you hire and you get to just help them be successful. And it's the most fun, the sexiest thing ever. It makes you want to hire more people. Yeah, you heard me right. You could want to hire more people. That's what we're about. (laughs) I love that, Telmar. It's so funny because um, before I really got to know you well and you gave me some insider tips, I I had gone through, I think, eight or nine virtual assistants. And I'm, I'm like, Telmar, how do I find good people? And I'm pretty sure you said something like, hmm, seems to be one common denominator here, Susan, <laughs> and it's you. <laughs> well, but here's the thing. Let me give everyone out there permission. It's okay that you don't know what you're doing 
because nobody's telling you how to do this. Mm-hmm. Really truthfully, as far as I know, until Boss Actions came on the scene, there weren't a lot of people out there showing business owners that there's a step-by-step process. And it starts way before you write your first employment ad. So if you don't know the steps to go through to make sure you're attracting your best team, of course, it's frustrating. Of course, you go through people. Give yourselves a break. Nobody was out there. You didn't know before today and you heard me and Susan. Going forward, however, now we're going to ask you to find the answers that will let you get the right people on your team. Amen. And save you a hell of a lot of time. And money. And, and stress. Headaches. And <laughs> I mean, like the list is long. It is long. All right. So we're here to talk about virtual assistants today. And it's interesting when I talk to you about these kind of things, how you really like don't just go surface level. You want to dig deep into this topic. So tell me, what do you think of when you think of virtual assistance, Telmar? Oh, Susan, you're not kidding, girl. I want to go deep on this. So the first thing I would say, when somebody tells me that they want to hire a virtual assistant, I say, okay. And I ask them a couple more questions. Um, my main problem is uh, that when somebody says they want a VA or a virtual assistant, they'll say, oh yeah, I can't wait. I need a virtual assistant. I just need, I just need extra help. And I remind them, when you say you want a virtual assistant, that's like saying, I'm hungry. I want to go to restaurant. And if I say the word restaurant and you drive me to a Mexican food restaurant and I really wanted Japanese food, uh, you're fired, right? <laughs> So much in what we do when we're interacting with what we call the people side of business is about the way we communicate and the perceptions behind words. If you want to go deep, Susan, I can go deep with you today. I have no problem with that. Mm -hmm. But the truth of the matter is when we say what we want, we're attracting those people, right? Whether we're writing that in an employment ad or we're out at a networking event saying, I'm looking to hire a VA, who do you know? That's Mm -hmm. great. But there has to be much much, much more clarity behind what a successful person will be bringing with them to your business so that they can do the job you need. Because your virtual assistant, Susan, and my virtual assistant are very likely not the same person. They probably aren't delivering the same results. And we definitely value them for different things. And so there's just so many facets to thinking about what we want when we hire that I think people get a little stuck and I can understand that. And we can talk about when to hire and what you can focus on. But the issue is don't let the overwhelm of not knowing how to hire your best, whatever virtual assistant, sales team, Mm -hmm. coaches, right? I mean, all of these things are people coming into your life. And as the boss, we have to take the time to get clear on what success is so that when we say we're looking for a virtual assistant, we can be more clear so we can get the right people in the door. Excellent. I love that. Yeah. I have seen this happen in so many different places. I've seen it in networking groups. I've seen it in um, text messages from people I know. Oh, I'm looking for a VA. Do you know one you like? It's like, makes my head want to explode. I'm like, oh my gosh. I bet. Oh my gosh. But what are you hungry for? What is going to be good for you and your business? Right. There's so there's, and, and I do think that part of the problem is that, uh, you know, industry wise, society wise, we use the words virtual assistant to mean Hmm. some kind of assistance. Mm -hmm. We just mean it in such a broad way. And the truth of the matter is there are exceptional virtual assistants 
that are great at marketing. There are exceptional virtual assistants that are great at organizing. Mm-hmm. There are exceptional virtual assistants that are great at filing systems, right? And the issue is if we don't get clear on what we're looking for, of course, we're going to have a hard time knowing, and this is the hard part for the boss, right? How do I know if the person I have in front of me is right? Mm-hmm. And we won't know that if we haven't sat down and said, what exactly will a successful person look like when they walk through the door? So that by the time we start to meet the people, we know what we're looking for. And we can go, Susan, you're delightful, but I just don't think this is a match for what my business needs right now. But mm. thank you for your time, right? It's not personal now. She just didn't meet the criteria of what I know success looks like for my company. Oh, it makes sense. I mean, it makes complete sense. So I've got a pad of paper here and I've written, I need help across the top of it. <laughs> Girl, what's the next thing? We all need help. (laughs) What's the next question that I have to ask myself? Okay. So if we're looking at ourselves and we know assistants tend to be, we we oftentimes are hiring assistants to create time on our own calendar. Does that make sense? Yes. And that would be true of any type of assistant. Usually we're looking at someone's calendar and saying, how do we create more space on that for them to do other things, sell clients, be delivering for clients, whatever the issue is. So what we have to do is we have to take a moment. We have to look at our calendar and say, what's the thing that I'm spending too much time doing or that I hate? Yeah, we can start with the things we don't like because you know, as a boss and a business owner, we are definitely doing things we don't enjoy or Mm -hmm. that we are convinced we should know how to do and just need to suffer through. No, Somebody out there loves the piece you don't love, I promise, first of all. But I would really say, look at what you're spending your bulk time. If you're spending a lot of time posting on your social media, maybe you need a marketing assistant, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is mm-hmm. something you can think about. So, so it's about looking at your calendar and identifying the pieces that you are spending too much time on first and how we could bring somebody in that would have the experience and the skill set to be successful at that. Excellent. Excellent. All right. So then what's next? Once I've defined, okay, here are the things that I want to quote unquote offload. Yeah. Abdicate on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, girl, please don't say abdicate. That's not true. Let us be clear. And one of my One of my personal breaks my heart a little bit every time I hear it is, Mm -hmm. I just need someone to get in here and just manage me. I just need somebody to tell me what to do. I need a boss of me. And I'm like, no, no, you don't. You're you're the boss. Don't don't find someone that bosses you around. You can find somebody that organizes your workflow so that it's more efficient. You can find somebody that coordinates your schedule so that it's not stressful for you. You can find somebody that will facilitate your projects so that you don't have to worry about things getting done. But it's about the words that we use and clarity around what success is that will allow us to vet whether people are going to be able to deliver the way we want them to, right? If we need organization or if we need you know, scheduling, whatever these things are, you, we have to identify for ourselves what we need out the door. And then we look at what would a successful person who could do that skill set do? We look at what would they need to have? How do I know somebody's great at scheduling? Maybe they have scheduling experience. Maybe they're very deadline driven. You know, we need to understand how they work and whether that will fit into the way we want our team to work. Does that make sense? 
That was pretty deep. I went deep on that one. No, that was good. So it's almost like you reverse engineer. 190,000%. It is absolutely that. But it just starts so... I mean, like we have to go to what success is. What do I really want? And I think the biggest thing is that people forget there's four... Here's the big... Okay, here's the secret sauce, everybody. Grab your pants. This is the secret sauce. There are four ways every hire needs to align with you. The first one is that they need to align with the the with you as a boss, right? I am what I call uh, <laughs> militantly positive. It's not quite that bad, but I really I don't want to have a bunch of negative Nancys or Neds around me. I want to I want to see the possibilities and everything. I get excited about okay, but what if we do this and what if we do that? Yes, we might fail, but that's not a that's just a lesson, right? We've got to look for the positive. So. For me and all of my team, we have to be able to be a positive people. That's that's part of me, my culture, my mission, my company. That's every one of my team is like that. And then another piece that's really important to me as a boss. I don't know if you guys have noticed. I speak very quickly, Susan. Did you notice that? <laughs> you get a, a lot of bang for your buck in the last for a minute, Ms. Kalmar. <laughs> and the truth is. I like it. I like that I get excited. And certainly while I'm here with you today, I can slow it down so people can absorb it at a better rate. But when I'm in my business and excited and moving a hundred miles an hour, which I love, Mm -hmm. I need my team to be able to absorb information quickly. Mm -hmm. And that is a hundred percent about me as a boss. That is not what my business needs. That is not what my clients need. That is what I need. And so that was the, we were, we became business owners because we wanted to do business the way we want to do business. And bosses are forgetting to put that piece into their alignment. So you want to align with, I'm sorry, I interrupted. No, no, I interrupted you. I said, that's huge. Yeah, it's huge. That's a major piece that people are leaving out. So you've got to make sure they align with you as a boss. You need to make sure that they align with the position, right? This is, they need to bring skill sets that we can prove they've done before right? Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that they align with your team. Now, this is the only thing when oftentimes when you're out there, you know, everyone else is saying alignment is your culture. That is only one of four ways that you need alignment. Yes, you want them to fit in with the team. You want them to have the same values and the same ideologies so that, you know, not exact ideologies, but business-wise with mm-hmm. regard to why we're here to help people and how we're going to get there. And the fourth one, you need to make sure they align with your customers. Mm. Susan, I can't tell you how many people do not make sure that the people they hire have respect or admiration or adoration for the people that you serve, right? So imagine you're hiring a virtual assistant, but you serve major corporations. And your virtual assistant's dad worked for some major corporation that ended up firing him without a 401k and they lost Mm -hmm. their house and it was a horrible childhood. Now, whether that person knows it or not, they definitely have feelings about corporations. So if we'd have just taken a little time to ask them a few questions in our vetting process, we might've found out that they think of corporations as crushing the American spirit and absolutely against everyone and just out to get their buck. That person's probably not going to align too well with the rest of the company. And they're certainly never going to do as well as they could if they liked the people you're serving. They have to have something that they're hooked into with your clients. Does that make sense? 100%. 100%. That's the secret. 
That's the secret. Make sure that they align with those four. If you've really taken the time to have a really thoughtful and specific vetting process mm-hmm. and you can really match up those four, you're going to have a great hire every time. I know. And every time is a big word, but I mean, it will be like 99% of the time. It's that we skip steps. It's that we hurry through it. It's that we believe in our heart of hearts that we can teach them after the fact. Mm. Your business can't afford that. The Mm -hmm. time we spend before we hire is an investment. We are investing in building our team. We are investing in making sure this is the right person for everybody, for our clients, for ourselves. The minute we make an offer and they say yes, and now we're teaching them how to do their own job, Mm -hmm. it's an expense. We're teaching them and they can't yet deliver. And we are taking away the teacher's time. And that's oftentimes the business owner. So now not only are we double dipping and huge expenses for the company, we've stopped our growth because our growth engine, the CEO is now a teacher because they love it and it's fun, but we don't even know if this person's actually going to be able to do the job, learn the job, or at least come to fruition in a time that will serve our business. Mm, Brilliant. All right. So here's the thing I hear the most often that relates to the last thing you were just saying is um, I've tried to to have a VA before Mm -hmm. and no one can do it the way I can do it. No one does it as good as I want them to do it, right? So there's like this little control freak thing going on. What do you do? What do you do when you have clients like this? How do you school them, Telmar? Well, so now, see, here's an interesting one. So I understand the expectation that I'm going to give them a hard time. And there are tiny, 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 tiny bit of you, really not probably whoever is self-identifying, tiny bit of you have control issues. The majority of you have trust issues. You have a team around you that you don't trust to be able to do the job. And that's because we didn't use a proper hiring process. Yes, we might be in a situation now where we have someone that we brought on and we have to assess whether they're going to stay or go because now we've learned, oh, you're right, Tomer. <laughs> I don't trust them because they keep making the same mistakes over again. Right. They're making the same mistakes. They're not for your team. It's time to let them go. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it is. Once that trust is broken... You have to look, is it that I didn't provide the right access to me, to mm. the tools for them to be successful? Or is it that this is not a good match? I didn't bring in the right person in the beginning. And it's it's hard because when you're a small business, you're going to grow, right? You're going to, I thought I needed, um, I thought I needed an SEO marketing assistant. I thought it was all about the SEO. But as we get into it two or three months, I'm like, oh, I really needed a social media marketing assistant, right? Like this is not the, this person's trying really hard. By the way, when you say trying, you mean they're not doing the job. Because you don't (laughs) use the word trying for anyone that is doing the job correctly. It just is not a thing. So it's very nice of you to acknowledge that they put effort into it. Mm. We're not paying for effort. We're paying for results. That's not mean... Oh, I did. Oh, people acting like I just hit her across the face. I was just going to say, y'all, if you have like a little sticky note that you can write that comment on, (laughs) we're not paying for effort. We're paying for results. And in small business, more than anywhere, it's critical that we are getting the results we need. That's the only chance we get to be not a small business, right? Mm. We have to be efficient. We have to have the right people on the team. And here's the here's the hard part is that really truthfully, you're probably looking at 18 to 36 months for a tenure. That's a really good employee. 
So why would you want to spend nine months teaching them how to do their job? Mm-hmm. Now we're maybe going to get nine, 12, 24 months of work out of them. Mm-hmm. But our company was not moving forward. It was stuck. It was stagnant because two resources were focusing on teaching someone how to do a job. Mm-hmm. You hear what I'm saying, sister? Oh, yeah, I sure do, love. Hey, listen, so I feel like part what you've just defined so far is find the right person. Find those four things to align with. You guys, I'll have this all in the show notes for you. This, this is really good stuff. <laughs> um, find the right person. Make sure they align with you. Mm-hmm. We could talk. Oh my gosh, you guys! We in multiple talk for hours. I mean, like all the way. Right, yeah. exactly. But then I think on the other side of it, mm-hmm. and here's again, I'm just going to bring my own personal challenges in here. Like you're my Love therapist. Um, I am a right brain person, Tamar. I think yes. that most entrepreneurs lean heavily to the right in in regards to they dream about possibilities. They have great vision. They're people people. Um, left brain people are more around details and facts and you know execution, right? So when I bring on a VA, I like to tell them, here's A, what I want you know you to do, and here's Z, what it looks like when it's done. Now you figure out everything in the middle. I'm I'm just that's I'm, great if you hired somebody that understands how to build process. That's great uh, if you have the kind of person who knows how to re- reverse engineer something. That's yeah. great if you have somebody that's ever done something like that mm-hmm. before. That's mm-hmm. great if you have somebody that's worked with the kind of bosses that give them the solution and say, now go figure out how we do it. Yes. That'd be great if you have the right hire. Yeah, it hasn't worked out so well for me. Yeah, you know, it's a really big thing. So the, when it when it comes to creating process, which is what we're saying, you know. And, and I think bosses underestimate how much we do, right? You might call yourself a right brain, Susan, but I will tell you truthfully, it's, you, you've got a pretty middle of the ground brain. You're, you're righty lefty. You are. And, yeah. and so, and I think that the majority of right brains also say that they're not left brain, but they're all kind of right in that mid range. We all have a little bit of it because that's how we created our business. That's how we got to the spot. And again, we found coaches, we found masterminds, we found mentors that helped us figure that out. So just think of this as another piece of that, right? We know that we need social media posts so that our engagement is growing. We want engagement. So if we know that's what we want, we have to build a hiring system or find one, <laughs> bossification, anybody. Uh, but you need to find a vetting system that will let us have that person prove they can give us those results, right? Yes. We're, we're hiring people that we like and we're mm. hiring them because they remind us of us. Well, if they mm. remind us of us, they're going to be our competition. Mm-hmm. So let's be clear, right? That's not what we don't need a bunch of mini needs. When we need a virtual assistant, we are about creating space and more work getting done, right? It's mm. it, it can be it can be you, you can want both things when you're hiring a virtual assistant. You want someone that's going to get more stuff done, so you don't have to do it, and do the thing that you don't want to do, right? right? So again, I'm not picking on social media. I think it's just the thing that everybody can relate to. Mm-hmm. But if you're giving away the social media work, right? Let's imagine you spend ten hours a week on that, and you hand it to somebody that's actually good at it. So that means they're probably not spending 10 hours, right? Because Mm -hmm. now we found somebody that knows how to do it. Not only are you getting those 10 hours back, but they're spending less than 10 hours to give you the results you want. And Mm -hmm. they understand what those results are and they can explain to you a process, right? right? So, so hiring a VA is, let's be clear. VAs are usually 
independent contractors or vendors. And that's still hiring. Please, please understand Hmm. anyone that you engage with to give them money is a hire. And Hmm. you need to take the time to be clear before you engage in any of them about the results, the communication. There's so much you need to think about. I get it. Hmm. But it's really about understanding. We have control of who the people we let in. And if we're If we want a result, we have to be willing to take a little time to sit with ourselves and say, what do I want that to look like? What would be the ideal person, Mm -hmm. right? Because if we say the word assistant, let's be really clear. Assistant means somebody that is waiting for you to assign work. And how many of you have thought you're going to hire a VA to invent workflows for you, right? That's not really what an assistant should be about. Now, the truth is the market And the industry has decided to call everybody, you know, I really liked the online business manager concept. I would have liked that, seen that blow up in the way that virtual assistant has. And maybe it will course correct down the line. But the truth of the matter is a virtual assistant does not, it doesn't, it's so specific to that individual or Mm -hmm. that company. And even with it, if you hire a vending, vending, not vending machines, uh, a virtual assistant company, mm-hmm. and they're going to help you decide which person's right for you. They're taking the time to walk you through the steps of getting clear, ideally. But the truth of the matter is they're going to take your need and fit it into the best, closest fit they have that's going to sort of fit your needs. Mm-hmm. Or if you're hiring for yourself, your own assistant, if you're bringing them on as an employee, you can hire your own virtual assistant because virtual simply means not I don't care where they do the work, Mm -hmm. right? So let's talk Mm -hmm. the difference between remote and virtual. Is that okay? Oh yeah, really quick. Okay, so remote means you are gonna have an extension of my business in some faraway place. Mm -hmm. And so that usually means I expect you to be set up in some kind of a formal situation with control over the sound, the look if you have to do Zoom calls with with a set schedule and a time. It's a remote position. You are still part of the company, but it is a remote position. Mm-hmm. Virtual means, yeah, I don't care if you're on the beach. I don't care. I don't care what the background is. I don't care when the work time is done. Virtual means you do it wherever and however you want. Just get me my results. Mm-hmm. And some people can bring that in-house and they don't mind managing to that kind of a team, but other people really want more of a remote team. So just be yeah. mindful about, again, the, the words word. that we use matter, right? Mm-hmm. It's who we're attracting. That is amazing. Telmar, I could just spend all day listening to you and talking about this subject. It's extraordinarily important to everyone. So we thank you for being the expert in it. You've got an event coming up that to me sounds like it might be useful for everyone, <laughs> including myself. Tell us a little bit about it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. We have, a, we have a masterclass, right? I like to try to deliver as much information as I can to people in short little bursts and so we call those masterclass. And so we have the secrets to hiring your best ever virtual assistant coming up on June 21st, 2022. And that is a, I believe it's a Tuesday. It is. It's a Tuesday. It'll be at 3.30 p.m. Eastern. So it'll be at 12.30 p.m. Pacific. And this is a real opportunity to start to learn the different kinds of assistant. Yeah, there's more than one. And, uh, Three of the best assistant skills that you could really, you know, that'll make somebody effective. We're just going to tell you the answer to some of that and, and a bunch of other things that will really help you better understand how much you can control the situation and what you can do to identify the kind of virtual assistant that will be best for you in your next hire. 
and maybe even the higher after that. Outstanding. Hey, you did mention bossification as well. Yes. Talk, talk just a little bit about that because absolutely, I, I want to know the details of that. I appreciate that. So bossification is our groundbreaking signature program. This is an on-demand program. So that means that you literally can take yourself through and get it crunched out in three days, three long days, or you can break it out over eight weeks, which is our success path that we recommend. And you have access to templates and guides and all these great benefits, but you also get 52 calls with me. Okay, they're group calls and they're set on a schedule, but you will get to show up every week, show up to that group Q&A. It's not, I don't pick a topic to teach on. It's me answering your very specific questions. And then we have other ways that we support. They can submit their documentation for us to give feedback on. It's all about learning how to identify what you need, attract the best possible people and put them through a vetting process that lets you prove they can do the job And then we also, of course, show you how to motivate and and build on tenure and loyalty and step into that boss role through a management process. Outstanding. Outstanding. All righty. I mentioned, ladies, that we're going to have all of Talmar's information in the show notes on unstoppablewomeninbusiness.com, the podcast page. Talmar, thank you so much for your time, for all the good stuff you shared with us today. Thank you so much for having me and sharing this with all of your fabulous people. I know you're just looking out for them. A pleasure. You know I am. All right, ladies, you go out there and go get them until we meet again. Have a great day. Talk to y'all later. Bye, Telmar. Bye. Hey there, lady. What are you doing? We need to get to know each other better. Come on over and visit me at www.unstoppablewomeninbusiness.com and check it out. I've got so much good stuff over there for you and I would love to get to know you better. So come on, come on over. Let's hang out.